0: Today's episode is brought to you by PodcastLeadGeneration.com. Learn how podcasting can help your business today. Hey there, everyone. Welcome to Fun Fridays. Another rant today. On my part, we're going to be talking about managing expectations. So you either just got happy or you just cringed in your seat. Be back after the intro. Ready to take your business to the next level? Do you want to get your message out so that you can help even more people? Well then, world changer, welcome home. My name is Cliff DuVenois, and I'm using podcasting to build a seven-figure empire, and this podcast will document my journey. Along the way, I'll interview the best and brightest marketing minds to get their advice and strategies, which I will test, and I'll report back to you on what is working. Welcome to the Wake Up World Changer podcast. Hey there, world changers, Cliff here. And today we're going on another rant about managing expectations and how important it is and how it can be, uh, it can be a blessing or if you don't believe in managing expectations, it can be a curse. So let's get started. Uh, I really have to give my dad credit. He is quite the creative engineer. Many moons ago, he bought a trailer and my mom and dad have been living in this trailer in this beautiful chunk of land for quite a while. It's an older trailer, and if you know anything about Michigan summers, you know that it gets ridiculously hot, it gets ridiculously humid, Uh, the feels-like factor adds 20 degrees to whatever the temperature is outside, so if it's 85 outside, it feels like 105 in the trailer. It's just ugly hot, ugly hot. Well, my dad got creative, and he punched a hole in the side of the trailer, a square hole, and put a window unit AC in there, and it blasts away, and it only covers a little bit of the living room area. Uh, my dad obviously is not a, a an HVAC person, but you know it, it, what it was is, is where it was set up, it would blow cool air on them while they were sitting on the couch, quite clever. Well, the whole backside unit of the AC, of course, is exposed to the elements. Now, during the summertime, it's not too bad. In the wintertime, it's pretty bad because it goes from 85 degrees outside to minus 20. And so this square hole in the wall all of a sudden becomes a wind tunnel for that cold air to just come blasting into the house. My dad built this cover for the backside of the AC unit, and he would put it on in the late fall when it started getting cold outside, and then he would take it off in the spring when it started to warm up. Well, living in California, I was never here during those times. I was either here in the dead of winter or I was here in the summer. So I never saw how he took it off or put it back on the side of the house. Well, long story short, my dad gets dementia. He can't remember how to take this box off the side of the house. And so my mom asked some friends of hers from from church if they could come out and take a look at it. Because it's getting pretty ugly hot, you know, in the trailer. And this was this was last year. So the friend said, sure, we'll do that. So the the, the, the guy, a uh, gentleman, uh, I will call him Bob. Uh, Bob came out and uh, spent, I don't know, maybe 20 or 30 minutes before he finally figured out how to get this box off the side of the house. And mom and dad were able to have AC. And at some point in time, the box was put on again last fall time frame. Well, here it is. You know, it's we're, we're creeping up on summer super fast. It has just been ugly hot and mom said to me you know we've got to figure out how to get that box off the air conditioner and I said well you know you said that Bob did it for you last year you know if, if Bob knows how to do it if he can come by and show me how to do it uh, then it would save him a lot of time save me a lot of time I wouldn't wind up screwing anything up so if he could do that'd be great so mom is like yep I'll give him a call so she calls him and they oh yeah we'll be out there we'll be out there well You know, one day turns into one week, which turns into one month, and it's now been six weeks. I am starting to get really irritated. And of course, during this time, uh, mom has called multiple times to see if they're coming out to which, you know, she leaves a voicemail message. She gets no response whatsoever from uh, these people. And so as time goes by and it's starting to get warmer, 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 uh, I'm, I'm starting to get annoyed because, you know, even, especially like on the weekends, right? When it gets like really super hot, uh, you know, I'm I'm usually gone on the weekends. And so I am, you know, I'm starting to figure it, I'm starting to scratch my head and I'm like, I I don't get it. And she would sometimes see them at church, but they would never talk about it. And she would forget, I mean, she's 85. So she's more excited to actually see them than to bug them about the AC cover. And so... (laughs) One day, uh, this was like uh, almost two weeks ago. Mom says to me, you know, it's supposed to get 90 this weekend. And I'm thinking to myself, God, I cannot leave mom in this house when it's 90 degrees outside. It's going to be like 110 in the house. It's crazy. So I'm like, you know what? I, Cliff, you're just going to have to figure this out. Now, I look at this thing that my dad built. And for the life of me, I can't figure out how it works. It looks like the entire backside of the box that he built comes off. So that way the ACE unit in and of itself would be protected from the elements, but the backside would be exposed so it could actually suck in uh, air to cool, which would then blow into the, blow into the living room. But I can't figure out how to get it off. So finally uh, I noticed that it's caulked like crazy to the side of the house And I just thought to myself, you know, Cliff, the important thing is to get this open so we can get it working, right? At least get it off the wall. When you look inside the box, maybe you'll figure out how to tear it apart. So I go get the box cutters, come back out here, and I just hack away at this this caulking that's holding it in place against the side of the house. And I get it off. I'm like, okay, it's obviously not the prettiest thing in the world, but at least it's off, right? We turn on the air conditioner, and it runs. Cool air comes out. Uh, it's awesome. Mom is happy. I'm happy. I take the box out into the barn. I study it like crazy, and then I come to the realization that this box was never meant to come apart. It was built as one unit. Dad, uh, to his credit, actually put insulation <laughs> into this box to help uh, further insulate it from from the cold air and to keep it from... Uh, you know, letting the cold air into the house during the winter time. So, I like I said, I got to give him credit for his for his creative engineering. Anyway, so we got it off the side of the house, and I'm like, okay, I at this point I consider the matter to be closed. Well, you know, Mom calls these people from the church and leaves another voicemail message, but this one she says, "You don't have to worry about coming out. We figured out how to get the box off the side of the house. Thanks. Just wanted to let you know." The very next day. Bob is at her house, and he is apologizing profusely for not coming out and taking the box off the side of the house. And I'm completely confused by this. I'm like, is that what it took to get you to come to the house? Was, you know, us basically telling you that we don't need you? I mean, we need you, and you don't show up. We tell you we don't need you, and you show up. I'm, you know, completely confused by this. But he's going on and on and I'm so sorry and stuff. Da 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 you know, coming to find out they bought like 150 chickens or something like that. And so, you know, him and his family have been really busy and, you know, they've got a farm going on and they want to live off the land and, you know, this whole Grizzly Adams thing. And I'm, I'm, okay, all right, cool. I get it. You're trying to take care of your family. You know, family comes first, but good grief. How hard would it have been for him to, you know, just swing by and take a couple minutes to help remove the box and then be on his way? Because he spent more time... At the house. This is a true story. He spent more time at the house apologizing and explaining why he wasn't out here uh removing the box than he did initially removing the box on his own. And I'm I'm just thinking to myself, man, dude, you just 10 minutes, just 10 minutes to swing by the house, show me how to do it. You could have been on your way, I'd have had it off, this whole thing would have been resolved, right? But this is the whole tricky thing about managing expectations, right? When you when you say you're going to deliver something to somebody you you have to do it especially in the time frame even if it's like a little ambiguous right oh yeah i'll come out there and help you it cannot be weeks or months or years you know cuz i even sometimes there's even an implied uh, expectations right that's why when i usually tell people like oh yeah i'll come out there and help you and da, da 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 you know uh let's plan for sometime next week right so i just let them know that hey i can't drop everything that i'm doing right now to help you but i can help you next week And so then they know that if it's something that's like really important, like we need your help right now, uh, they either state it or they find somebody else to do it. But they're not upset at me because, like I said, I manage the expectations. And I think that's a little bit hard with some people. It's, it's, It's almost like there's something pervasive in society where we don't want to give people bad news. So if we say something that we're going to do, we don't want to do it. It's almost like it's better... It's like, oh, well, you know, I'll just ghost them. You know, they'll eventually get the idea. But you know what? That, that just leads us to a point where basically at the end of the day, I, I don't even want to ask him for help anymore. You know, if he was like the last person on the planet to understand how to screw in a light bulb, you know, I would be real hesitant to reach out to him because anything on the planet would take priority like a chicken to him coming out and showing us how to replace a light bulb. So uh, anyways, managing expectations, very fickle thing. But you know what? If you're good at it, as long as you're honest and being direct with people, uh, it's probably one of the best tools that you can use to uh, not only build up your confidence as well, but really build up the trust in people because then they're going to know and understand that, you know, and I could say the whole thing about being dependable, but more importantly is that you're trustworthy, right? You're, 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 you're very straightforward person. You explain it like it is and say, look, this is, this is what I can do, or this is what I can't do. And you, you lay down those expectations up front, so Anyways, just wanted to share that with you. That's my rant for today. I'll catch you guys in the next episode. Cheers. Hey, everyone. Before you go, if you're wondering how you can use podcasting for your business, then visit podcastleadgeneration.com and get the framework that showcases three ways to generate more leads for your business using podcasting. Once again, that's podcastleadgeneration.com. Make it a great day.